episode I am going to be talking about a few books that I love. Now the list isn't that long but I think I'll be able to talk about them plenty because you know they are books I love so definitely going to talk about them quite a bit. So right at the top of the list is Anne of Green Gables which is by Ella Montgomery. It's, I think, sort of a classic. It's really not as well known as a lot of other classics, but I think it's pretty well known. So, Anne of Green Gables is about a young girl named Anne Shirley, and she is an orphan. At the start of the book, she's adopted by a brother and sister, Matthew and Marilla Cuthbert, who just, they're just lonely old people and they just want a child in their lives, you know. And I think the most beautiful part of the book is how she was so unloved as a child, like she hardly had any love in her life. And she just manages to bring so much love into the lives of Matthew and Marilla and countless other people that she encounters. I also think that Anne, as a person, is someone I relate to a lot because when I read the book for the first time, I saw so much of myself in her. And that that's something that's stuck with me, you could say, because I read the book for the first time when I was eight or nine, I'm not really sure. But I've read it countless times since then, so... I think I think that goes to show what what an amazing book it is. And another thing I like about the book is how she stands up for herself and she's extremely independent. And I think for books written in like the late 1800s, early 1900s, it's quite forward thinking. It's not as backward thinking as a lot of other books that I've read that are also classics like Little Women for example I do love that book a lot but in some ways it's stifling for women I feel even though Joe is extremely carefree etc etc I just like Unreable's more green gables sorry more because it's just more free thinking I think Okay, so the next book on my list is Where the Mountain Meets the Moon. Uh, This book is by Grace Lynn. So I read this book for the first time when I was seven. I remember it quite clearly because every time I tried to read the book, like sit down on my bed and read it, someone or the other would come and call me and say, come on, let's go outside and play or something like that. So it took me quite a while to read it because I just didn't find the time. So I think I took around a month to read it, to read it, which is pretty long for me. So 
this book is honestly one of the most beautiful books I've ever read. And I don't think I'm ever going to read a book that sort of matches up to where this book is at. Because, okay, I'll give you a bit of a summary of the book. So it's about this young Chinese girl named Min Li who lives in a little village by a river and her parents are extremely poor. She, she's, from a, she's from an extremely poor family. And um, all her life she's heard stories about this man called the Old Man of the Moon. Now the Old Man of the Moon is supposed to be sort of this old man who knows everything and he decides everyone's destinies. And there's this one story that if you go to meet the Old Man of the Moon, you get to ask him one question. So one day, Min Lee decides that she wants to go meet the old man of the moon and ask him how she can make her family and her village prosperous. And she just wants them to be able to be happy instead of being poor all the time, because the entire village is actually quite poor. So the story goes on about how she makes her way to meet the old man of the moon and she makes so many friends on the way and has so many adventures and she makes friends with a dragon and honestly that dragon is the sweetest dragon ever <laughs> i mean i don't know any dragons to compare to but if the dragon was a person that person would be the sweetest person ever okay and it's just i haven't read it in a long time so I don't really remember the details because I think the last time I read it was about two years ago. <laughs> but it's just an extremely beautiful story and it has lots of symbolic meanings and loads of metaphors and stuff. So I love it. Okay, then the, th the third book on my list that I've written out is Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. Now, I think I just mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, duh, I'm pretty sure I just mentioned it. Little Women is, it's it's a wonderful book. It's a classic. And I, I think everyone should read it because, I mean, I, I think this might be a spoiler. So I'm sorry if you haven't read the book or watched the movie or something. Though, if you haven't watched the movie, what are you even doing? It has Timothy Chalamet in it, and Saoirse Ronan, and Florence Pugh, and Emma Watson. So, you should probably go watch that. Anyways. So, Little Women is a book about four girls growing up. And it's mainly about Jo. She's the main character. She's a writer, which is also something I relate to because... I'm also a writer, even though I probably don't write the same kind of things Joe does. And uh, Joe has a best friend called Laurie. And everyone always assumes that Laurie and Joe are going to end up married when they're grown up and blah, blah, blah. And I think my favourite part about the book is that they don't end up together. And... That's, I think, it's something that's extremely important for people to understand. That a boy and a girl can have things happen between them, like how Laurie thought he loved Joe and blah, 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 blah. But they were still friends at the end of it. 
They're like, I read the rest of the series. They're still best friends, and I love that. <laughs> and um, I think, other than maybe Joe, my favourite character from the book, is maybe Amy? Amy? Is it Amy? No, no, it isn't Amy. Hmm, let me think. I do like Laurie, but he's a bit of an idiot. <laughs> um, I like Meg too, but I don't relate to her at all. Maybe Beth. I think Beth is my favourite character other than Joe. In some ways I can relate to Beth, but then in most ways I can't. But she's a cute little character, so I think I'll go with Beth. Okay, I think I'll move on to the next book on my list now, which is A Wrinkle in Time by Madeline Mirror. <laughs> Madeline Miller. <laughs> Why can't I say her name right? Madeline Miller. <laughs> yes, finally, I've said it right. So, I really like this book because it just, it just makes, it made me think a lot. Quite a lot. And I think I might have some attachment to it because one of my friends gave it to me. So, yeah. Whenever friends or anyone really gives me a book, for some reason it becomes a book that I especially love. Even if it's not that great as a book. But this book, it really is that great. It, it's, it's a good book. It's a wonderful book. I watched the movie too recently. I mean, I read the book about two or three years ago. I, I, I haven't reread it. So I'm a bit hazy on the details. But I did watch the movie about six months ago, I think. And um, the differences between the movie and the book were quite stark, even though I didn't remember all the details of the book. But I just think it's amusing in some ways. I don't know if it's meant to be or not. I just found it slightly amusing. And I also found it quite ingenious. Stephanie ingenious. Speaking of ingenuity, <laughs> next up on the list is Artemis Fowl. And um, I've heard a lot of people say that Artemis Fowl is so boring or doesn't make any sense or just drags on. And I read it when I was in fourth grade. So how old was I in fourth grade? Um, just thinking, I'm not good at math, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like 10. Yes, I was like 10, 9 or 10, maybe 11. I'm not sure. So I read it then and I found it extremely interesting. So I don't know why people think it's boring. Maybe there's too much information in it because it's not like it's not info dumping as such. It's just there's a lot of information to process. And I really like that part, actually, because it makes it keeps my mind occupied, which means I have no time to get bored of the book. So it sort of contradicts what everyone else thinks, that it's boring. Anyways, Artemis Fowl, he is a genius. He's a criminal mastermind, as proclaimed on the cover of the book. Um, and he, in the first book, he's 12. And um, spoiler alert, he kidnaps a fairy. I mean, he's 12 and he kidnaps a fairy, I mean. 
he's also Irish, which probably might which might be a reason that I like the book so much. Is it? No, I think I like Ireland as a place because of Artemis Fowl. That might be it. And um, basically, in Artemis Fowl, Artemis figures out that they're fairies who live underneath the earth, and um, he wants to kidnap one because he wants gold because he's a criminal. That's what he does. And I think, yeah, in this point of time, his father is missing. So he has no idea where his father is. Yeah, he's proclaimed dead. Everyone thinks his father's dead, but he doesn't believe that his father's dead. And um, his bank account is pretty low. Like, it's not looking very good. And his mum is sort of mentally unstable. So she doesn't really know what's going on with him at this point of time. But later on, like in the series, she becomes fine and blah, 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 blah. And later on in the series, Artemis actually becomes friends with the fairy people, which I think is pretty cool, if I might say so. Which I am. Yes, it's pretty cool. And I think Artemis Fowl as a character is extremely interesting because he's just very i can't think of a word to describe him he's just very artemis foul and he's also extremely condescending but it's slightly funny too i mean there's loads of banter if you like banter you like this book series book series <laughs> the, actually the first book is not my favorite book i think my favorite book is is the Atlantis complex because it shows an entirely different side of Artemis and there's like a dual personality involved. It's, it's very interesting. I don't know if you can hear that, but there's loads of horns going on outside my house. So please ignore that because I probably won't edit it out. <laughs> Anyways, you actually might hear a lot of sounds going on in the background because, um, I don't actually have a proper microphone, so yeah, I'm not going to get one either. You also might hear some banging. That's my dog trying to enter my room, but I locked the door. <laughs> Anyways. So my favourite character from Artemis Fowl, I think it's probably Artemis. Is it Artemis? Yeah, I think it is Artemis, or it might be Juliet. Is it Juliet? Or Holly. Or Foley. I can't make up my mind. Let's just move on. Okay, and then the next book on my list is Moriarty by Anthony Horowitz. Now, this book, I got this for my birthday last year. And this book is just... I have no words to describe this book. It betrayed me. I have trust issues because of this book. For those of you who've read this book, you'll understand what I mean. And for those of you who haven't, I can't even tell you about it because it's a major spoiler and it's the kind of spoiler that I wouldn't like to know before I read the book, even though I knew before I read the book, but it still got me kind of off guard, but not really. I don't think I'm explaining this right, so. Let me just tell you about Moriarty. 
So for those of you who have maybe watched Sherlock or watched the Sherlock Holmes movies, you might know who Moriarty is. He's Sherlock Holmes' arch nemesis, something like that. And um, in this book, Sherlock Holmes is not really a major character. It's more to do with the Pinkerton detective, who is the narrator, and also this other guy whose name I've forgotten, but he's part of Scotland Yard. And they're just trying to figure out who Moriarty is and what he's doing and blah, blah, blah. And then there's this huge plot twist and the ending is just kind of satisfying if you like those kind of plot twists, which I do, so I found it satisfying. I mean, I once wrote a story with the plot was quite similar to this, and I, I think I was 11 when I wrote that. It actually got published, shameless self-promo, um, whatever you call it. <laughs> but it's not like you guys can buy the book anyways, because it's not for sale anywhere anymore. Anyways, so I think... I shall end this here, should I, or should I talk about one more book? Let's see, this is actually the end of the list I've written down because I just couldn't be bothered to write any more books. Maybe I should add something else? What other books have I read? Oh, I do like some Dan Brown though. So you can just file away that little fact, I guess. I don't know what you're going to do with it. <laughs> so I think I shall say goodbye here today. And I think the next episode will be out next week. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to do. One episode a week. Anyways, I hope you, I hope you enjoy today's episode. And goodbye. Have a nice day.